It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. The surest way. The surest way to guarantee becoming a racist. Yeah, it's a racist. The surest way to guarantee becoming a racist is to either insist that stereotypes are true or spend all your time denying they exist. See, see for... The reason they call them stereotypes is because they blare from every speaker and become a common tune among all hearers. They're real. They're not made up by people who want to be mean. For you see, there are flaws in the human race quirks in our species. There are things that become more repetitive because we surround ourselves with those who follow the practice like us. To deny stereotypes makes you look very foolish when some race plays out in these situations because they practice it right before your eyes and people are going, see, I told you, there, there it is. Yet to use these as evidence for why one race of people is inferior is to unrighteously take a human reaction, a human occurrence, and attribute it to a selected color. Them people over there. You know what they do? Here's what they do. They do it all the time. You, you can tell. They even smell different. It's the first thing I noticed when I went overseas, that America is a land that thinks everyone should smell like flowers. There's no other place in the world that feels that way. Every other country has an odor. Matter of fact, you get off an airplane in another country, and that country has a smell. And it is a smell that we normally would be walking through the room spraying wizard deodorizer over it. See, here's where it gets interesting, though. There are actually three types of racists. Now, let me go ahead and name them, and then I'll explain. And I'm not. I'm, I'm going to try not to over-explain because I think when we give too many examples, we we start feeding into the myths. You you can figure some of this stuff out on your own. The three types of racists are the ignorant racist, number two, the informed racist, and number three, the educated racist. Now here are the differences. Here are the difference among differences among them. The ignorant racists always uses the word them a lot. Them blacks. 
Them there Mexicans, them Indians, them Chinese, or even them whites. Them white people are always doing such and such and such. This racist, this type of ignorant racist lives off of stereotypes. He or she looks for the stereotypes to prove that the them they're referring to, the them that's in question, is doing exactly what he or she thought they would do. See, see, look at him. Look at him. There they're doing it. Don't tell me they don't do it. That's that right there. Now, the informed racists will talk about black people, Hispanics, Native American, the Far East, and white people. You see, these individuals spend a lot of time denying stereotypes. No, 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 no. You can't say that. If you, if you insist that them do this, that's racist. They're trying to disprove these them people and arguing with the ignorant, trying to just make them a little bit more informed and nuts. So goddamn racist. Meanwhile, they find themselves completely preoccupied with defending the idea of human beings being equals while there's a lot of doubt in the back of their minds which they try to hide. And finally, though, there's the educated racists. These are the individuals who feel they have thoroughly studied the situation Therefore, they, 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 will, they will talk to you about the African-American culture or the African-American experience, the Latino community, the indigenous Americans, the only people that were here from the word go on the North American continent, the Asian society, and the Anglo-Saxon heritage. Educated racists feel that it is their job to, ex well, let's say, shall we explain the stereotypes? They go back into the origins, the reasons, the cultural benefits, and the ins and outs of each group and their customs. The difference among these three is really the level of animosity. The ignorant are certainly angry. They don't like them. The informed are often confused. And it's almost like they feel like, well, well, we stuck up for you. Why'd you turn around and look like that? It's, it's the way we sometimes feel when we take our children out to a restaurant, when we talk to them about how to, how to behave. And then we get them there and they turn out to be little turds. And, but they're, they're still our kids and we can't, Get rid of them. The informed are sometimes confused why the stereotypes seem to play out and they don't understand. And the educated are always self-righteous. Well, that's the reason you don't understand is because you don't have the education I do. I have the education. I have degrees you won't even believe. I have so many degrees hanging on the road. I got so many sheepskins I could make four sheep. I am so 
freakishly educated. Meanwhile, the problem of racism does not go away, but instead, I'm going to go as far as to say it is growing worse. Now, I could spend a lot of time on this broadcast going into examples of stereotypes. I think that's a dangerous thing to do because some people are going to say, yeah, <laughs> talk about that one. <laughs> talk about that one. I'm going to bring out racism. Just talking about the stereotypes that we don't want to believe in often brings out racism. But rather than doing a series of examples, because you can certainly achieve that on your own, you're smart enough to figure it out. I'm going to take one example as an example and lay it out for you. And that's an example of the human beings around us who happen to have a bit darker or even black skin. Unlike any other group of people in our country who came here as immigrants, these individuals, the black community, the black people, were abducted, kidnapped, and forced to arrive on the shores of the New World and perform their duties as slaves. That's not all, though. They were not even allowed to assimilate throughout the whole country. Nobody turned to a black man and said, go west, young man. They say, go back to your cabin. We'll see you in the morning to pick cotton. They weren't allowed to assimilate through the whole country. The black race in America subsisted, sat down, vegetated for almost 300 years only in the South. It's where they learned the customs. It's where they learned the food. It's where they learned the language. It's where they learned the accent. It's where they learned gender attitudes, where they learned their religion, which, by the way, that religion was more bent towards morality than it was towards charity and social awareness and acceptance. And the truth of the matter is this. That particular training they received in the South that indoctrination and that imprisonment is still markedly affecting the lifestyle of the average black person in America today. We'll sit around and make fun of Ebonics. Did you hear what that black person said? He said, Axe. <laughs> Where do you think they learned to talk like that? It's their impersonation of the southern accent, the southern drawl, Dixie talk. The educated racist comes along and says it's unfair to judge the black man in America because he hasn't been given a chance to be anything except someone else's servant. Sounds proper, but it also sounds condescending because some time has passed. Universities actually have made themselves available to all people. But it's why black people eat Shetlands. And black people eat watermelon. And we there you see that black man over there eating watermelon, you know. <laughs> and fried chicken. Because these were things that the, the slave owners didn't want. They didn't want the chitlins. They didn't want the, the intestines of the pig. They threw it away. And the black people came along and said, well, you know, at least it, it's meat. And they worked on it. The slave owners didn't have enough time to go through the fields and give every slave a cup of water during the day, so they 
planted right next to the cotton, a, a field full of watermelons. And they give them a break and they go out there and they bust open those watermelons and that's how they got their water to survive in the heat of the day. All the stereotypes associated with the black community, for instance, have something to do with the conditions of their imprisonment. So what is the challenge for the person who has dark skin in America? It's a decision of anyone who wants to cease being an ignorant racist, an informed racist, or an educated racist to change their minds, stop what they're doing, and become a human racist. That's what I am. What are you, Mr. Green? I'm a human racist. I favor the human race. I don't care what color it is. I don't care what nationality is. I don't care what tongue it speaks with. I'm a human racist. Well, okay, what's that mean? That means I don't think dogs are people. I don't think your dog is your child, nor is your cat. I refuse to let animals join our kingdom. We are human racists. We are favoring our own. A human racist is a person who only accepts one race, the human race. And instead of denying or trying to explain the stereotypes, simply ignores them. That's what I do. Simply ignores them. I'm a fat guy, so I used to be afraid to sit in a restaurant and eat a hot fudge sundae thinking people go, well, that's what happened to him right there. You see it? It's right there. It's so obvious that if he would not eat that hot fudge sundae. And now I ignore the critics and I ignore my thoughts that might make me try to become some sort of racist based upon the stereotypes. We ignore other things, don't we? Why can't we ignore the stereotypes that try to convince us that some cultures are different from others? And therefore, we end up unable to find common ground. It's difficult to achieve because of this. So it's really boiling down to whether you want to be an open racist, a closet racist, or a human racist. You may object to this. I understand. You may think it's too general. How dare I? I don't have a total understanding. Where do I get my information? You may think even it's oversimplistic, but I've never seen complication on this issue achieve much for the purpose of equality. After all, each race has to stop and realize that any desire within its ranks to forbid commonality, for in other words, we're not like them because we like, the, we like our tacos this way or we, we like our meat this way or we, we like our women this Any attempt to try to remove commonality is racism. It's as simple as that. So the black humans that want 
to be accepted cannot allow they cannot allow themselves to be presented as anti-gay and prejudiced against women isn't that the definition of hypocrisy yet in 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 the black church in america there's still these rumblings well i don't like them gay people and i Women should be queens and take care of the home, you know. Likewise, the Hispanics can't quietly whisper that men are better than women and think that equality is around the corner for them. You get the equality you give. If you don't want to give equality, if you want to put stereotypes on one group of people, be prepared for the stereo to blast your way also. And the white humans who continue to persist in these silly actions will never have peace of mind as long as there's abiding fear of all other colors provided. We must become human racists, which means we just ignore the stereotypes until they go away. And we only speak of one people, the human race. It, it may feel new at first. It may feel, what well, we may, oh, it's a little awkward for me. I, uh, I like the fact that what's wrong with people being different and unique? It may seem impractical to you. But I'd like to give you five ways to become a human racist. To become a human racist. Number one. Whenever you're in a room and you start hearing all blacks or all Hispanics or all whites are, just quietly leave. Don't object. Leave. You can't convince a bull not to snort or a bull not to shit. Not only do the statements not need to be heard, but you certainly don't need to be tempted by hearing them. Number two, stop separating prejudice into race, gender, sexual orientation, and religion. For instance, if you're an ignorant racist, you might call them homosexuals. An informed racist might say the gays. And the educated racist might think they're so smart by constantly referring to it as the LGBTQ community. Stop it a second. What could be more bigoted and prejudiced than to think you can take lesbians, gays, bisexuals, transgenders, and those who are questioning their sexual journey and throw them all into the same category for study. It's ridiculous. But we do it. We do it even in the name of being educated. Here we are, back again with the human race. You remember them? I am a human racist. Number three, don't be afraid to talk about it. Being nervous about race is old thinking. Choosing to be silent is a guarantee of finding yourself indulging in racism, whether you like it or not. Number four, God is no respecter of persons. In other words, when you hear people using the good book to support their bigotries, remind them that there are verses in the Bible that eliminate the need for other verses Two of those would be love your neighbor as yourself and God is no respecter of persons. When those verses are spoken, whatever happened in Egypt with Moses doesn't matter anymore. 
And number five, become like a child. Children play with anyone who wants to play. That's their philosophy. You want to play? Okay, let's play. Any color skin throws a ball just as well as any other color. Play ball. If you follow this and you realize that becoming a human racist and only accepting a discussion on the human race instead of the origin of all the various colors and cultures, you suddenly become part of the solution, which will eventually lead us to an understanding that we still have problems, but our problems are not because we're colored or cultural or customized. It's just because we're all human and we're all flawed. The good news is we can and must ignore stereotypes. The better news is there is only one race, and you better know it, all of you join me being a human racist. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>